The Texas Radio Theater Company, in cooperation with the Arlington Museum of Art, present Hans Christian Andersen's The Snowman, adapted and directed by Richard Froelich. Ah, it's nearly sunset. The best time of day to see my handiwork. <laughs> A little frost here. <laughs> and an icicle there. I'll leave my mark most everywhere. Oops! Oh, no. Oh, bother. Bother. Woe is me. I've just got stuck upon a tree. You'd think that I... The winter wind... Could not by wooden claws be pinned. But here I sit, imprisoned in a cage of bony, scraggly limbs. I must escape these ghastly trees. I think I'll cause a little freeze. I'm free! <laughs> Cold heads brittleness that few can stand. <laughs> I'll celebrate with something grand. Hmm. My, my. Who's that my eyes do see? Who stands beneath this wretched tree? Answer me! Oh. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> it looks like a man. But it's... It's not... Oh! <laughs> What a glorious idea! <laughs> I wonder if I might bestow a special gift to a man of snow. It is so delightfully cold. The words you speak are very true. Breathe in the gift I give to you. Uh, oh, the cold. It makes my whole body crackle. Who are you? I am the winter wind. Are you my mother? Mm, no, not technically. You know, I think I remember a few things from before you came along. I think I saw a few boys. They were playing. I wanted to shout to them, but I couldn't speak. Now that you can speak, tell me what it's like to feel for the very first time. Um, there's so much. I don't know where to begin. Just say what comes to mind. Well, I said I felt cold. Delightfully cold, yes? I... Feel. You feel? I feel all... all... sparkly inside. I don't know. It's the only thing I can think of. I like sparkly. It's a good word. What else? I can see that I've got hands. They're big and white. They're wonderful. Thank you. And my bottom half looks sort of round. And it's white and powdery, just like my hands, and like the whole world. My dear, that's snow. And as for the world, 
It's only covered in a blanket of snow at this time of year. Snow? Yes. And now I must leave you. Will you come back? Perhaps. But my season is ending. What does that mean? It means you should live. I will. I will try, Winter Wind. And remember, deep within you beats a heart, an anchor or a key, and it can either hold you fast or it can set you free. A heart? As hard as iron and as cold as ice. To hold that spirit is no small price. Be glad for all the joy and strife. For they both complete the gift of life. You don't make it sound very inviting. Truth seldom is. Choose your path wisely. Few like you have this chance. My time is short, but so is yours. So is yours. Ah, winter is waning. Farewell. 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 Goodbye, winter wind. Farewell. Goodbye. Ah. Now what? Say, there's something that's big and round in the sky. It's all golden and bright. Hello? Hello there, you big, bright, golden thing? Hello? Huh, it's not answering. What's not? Bark. Oh, who's that? I'm a dog. What do you want? Well, pardon me, but I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to that bright golden disc. Oh, it's going away. <laughs> oh, pardon me then, Mark. That's the sun. He doesn't talk. Wait, who are you? Come back. Oh, dear. What was that? Hello? Oh my, there's a whitish blue thing above me now. I wonder if this one talks. Hello? Hello? You look different from the sun. More calm and more intelligent. Hello? Oh dear. Bark! 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 Ah! Bark! Bark! <laughs> bark! Bark! You're falling to pieces! Bark. You scared the nose right off my face. So I did, Bark. Um, my nose isn't like yours. Mine is long and orange and pointy. Bark, you sound funny. Bark, put it back on. There. <laughs> did you hear me sneak up on you? I didn't hear a sound. <laughs> bark, I still got it. So, who are you? Bark, bark. I'm a dog. A dog? Bark. You're not made of snow or colored like snow. Most things aren't. Bark. Well, bones are. You want to see some bones? Where? Over here in my kennel. Bark. Oh, I'd love to, but I'm kind of stuck. I can move my arms. I can bend down a little. I can move my head, see? Bark. I've seen others like you move around a little. Really? Bark, sure. Oh, let me try. Oh, dear. You lost your nose again. I don't think I can reach it this time. I'll get it. Here. Thanks. Wait. Before you put it back, I think I can make it stick better. You... You licked it. 
Just the end. That's gross. Trust me, it won't fall out anymore. You're very strange. Now tug on it. Hey, it won't budge. See? Does your nose ever fall off? Well, my nose runs from time to time, but it never falls off. I wish I could run. Bark! Run like my nose? <laughs> I, I guess any kind of running will do, just as long as I get to move around. The sun will make you move. Bark! <laughs> It'll make you run down and down. <laughs> The sun? You mean that bright disc from before? Yeah. So what about the bluish disc up there now? Does it ever talk? No. Bark, were you born yesterday? Yes, I, I think. Oh, Bark figures. <clears throat> well, that beautiful, gorgeous, captivating thing up there is the moon. The what? The Knock it off, fellas. I'm trying to talk with a snowman. A snow... man? You've got a snowman? Is it talking back to you? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he is. Well, I like him better when they don't talk. That way you don't complain when you mock him. <laughs> Mark him anyway. <laughs> hey, dogs, stop barking. Now. Stop it. Quit it. Will I ever get some peace? I wasn't barking. Bark! You two! Now shut up! Oops. <laughs> see you later. Bye. You got it, guys. Uh, see you down by the trash heads. What was that all about? Oh, those are all those other neighborhood dogs. When anyone mentions that thing up there by name, we can't help but how. I don't know why. I actually, I meant, who was that woman in the window? The one with the cackly whale? Yeah. She's the one in charge of the house. Oh, the... The house. I'll tell you more about her later. Uh, you know, I think the weather's about to change. I can feel a tingle in my left leg, and that always means a change. Well, forgive me, Mr. Dog, but all of this is really new to me. Bark. Uh-huh. Do you mind if we go over some of it again? Why not? Bark. You talk about change. You talk about running. You talk about the sun, bones... Women, houses, and the moon. Right. And I have no idea what half of them are. That's what I get for talking to a snowman. Bark. So that, up there, in the sky. Uh-huh. That's the moon. The moon! <clears throat> and what I saw earlier today... Uh-huh. ...is the sun. Yes. And the sun will teach me to run. Teach. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see it again. Oh, you'll see the sun tomorrow for sure. And I believe it'll help you to run across the yard, past that tree, and into the ditch beyond that fence. Just like it did to all the snowmen before you. And what else does the sun do? The sun is very hot. And it hates anything cold. But, but I'm cold, right? <laughs> Bark, that's just the way things are. And soon after the moon... <laughs> Shh, guys! And soon after the moon goes down, the sun will come up again. Oh, dear. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to get some sleep. <sighs> 
What a life for me. What do you mean? I used to be an inside dog. Then they banished me out here. Still, I guess it's better than being a snowman. <laughs> what a glorious morning. Look at all the ice and snow, and see, even the snowman is still here. I knew he would be. We built him right this time. Let's sit near him. He's so grand. All right, on the bench. Sure. <laughs> There's got to be six inches of snow on the ground. It's so beautiful. I can hardly feel the cold. Look at all the branches. See how they sparkle and glitter? Everything got iced over last night. The snow looks like it's all sprinkled with diamonds. I can imagine we're underwater. The branches are coral, and the birds are fish. It's like another world. Yeah. Hey, look at my breath. <sighs> Clouds. <laughs> Race you to the skating pond. I don't have my skates. Skates? Who needs skates? <laughs> hey, Mr. Dog. Bark. What do you want? Who are those two? Do you know them? Sure. They're humans, like the woman you heard in the window. Are they the same beings as you and me? Well, we all belong to the same master. <laughs> I keep forgetting that you were only born a day or so ago. As for me, I've got age and experience. I know everyone here in the house. I see. So, who are they? <clears throat> that girl's called Marie. She scratched my back more times than I can count, and that boy is called Carl. He gives me plenty of bones of meat. I never bite either of them. Bite them? What do you mean by that? Bark. Oh, um, nothing. They seem so happy together. Oh, that. That? Snowman, they are in love, Bark. Love? That sounds so mysterious. Yeah. That's about right. What happens to them? Typically, when two are in love, they sniff each other a lot. Sniff? You know. Oh. And they might nibble each other's neck, groom one another, and roll around on the ground together. Roll around. Yeah. And then they might even live in the same kennel where they'll gnaw at the same bone and be very content with one another. Well, you seem to know a lot about humans. As I told you before, there was a time when I lived with them. Not out here in the cold. Oh, the cold is nice. I like the cold. You can have it. I'm going in my kennel. Oh, all right. Emmy, Emmy, where are you? Who's that with the bucket? Is that another human? Bark. Oh, yes, that's Mona. She's the housekeeper. Bark. She's got my food. See you around, Snowy. Bark, 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 Oh, hello, Ami. There's a good boy. Bark, bark. I've got a pail of scraps for you. <laughs> it's still so cold out here. I miss having you indoors. I wish I could take you back in. I really do. I miss cuddling with you. I miss petting on you. I miss seeing you curled up next to the stove. Speaking of which, I wonder what's happened to my stove scraper. Mona? Oh, Marie, I didn't hear you walk up. Looks like Ami was too busy to warn you. Mark? So, what were you saying? I was just wondering where my stove scraper got to. The stove needs a good cleaning, and I've been missing it for a few days. 
Have you seen it? No, but I'll look around. It's kind of like a shovel, right? Exactly. Okay. You're done. Bark. I'm sorry. I don't have any more. Are you coming inside, Marie? Sure. How's my puppy? All right? Sit. Bark. He's such a clever dog. We're going in now. Be a good boy, Ami. We'll see you in a while. Running through all that snow is tough with a full belly. Full belly? Sure, Bark. I just ate. I may not live in the house anymore, but at least I still get the food scraps. So what was it like to live inside the house? Oh. How to be an inside dog is one step under a king. I was a pretty little fellow once. I used to lie in a velvet-covered chair. This was up at the master's house. I used to sit in the mistress's lap. They used to kiss my nose, wipe my paws with an embroidered handkerchief. And that's when they first called me Ami. Amy? Well, that sounds like a girl's name. Not Amy. Ami. It's French. What's it mean? Um, it's French for, um, you know, French for bark. Oh. Anyway, they would call me Ami. Dear sweet Ami. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. It wasn't my fault. I just got too big for them, and they sent me to live with Mona, the housekeeper. She lives on the lower story. Oh, that's sad. Not really. To tell you the truth, I was more comfortable. You liked it better? Oh, yes. The housekeeper has no children. Children? What are children? Human puppies. And let me tell you, humans are puppies for a long time. Practically a whole dog's life. Really? When children are around, a dog like myself is continually taken hold of, pulled around, poked, prodded, sat on, kicked, or shouted at. They'll pull your ears, count your eyes, and whack you on the head with anything that's convenient. Oh, they're such a delight. <sighs> it was glorious to be away from them. I, I guess. And come to think of it, I think the food was even better. So, why are you out here? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, come on. Bark. Please? Maybe later. Bark. All that food has me sleepy. You're always sleepy. Oh, never mind. Hey, Marie, what are you walking in the yard for? I'm looking for something. What? Mona said she's missing her stove scraper. I was just looking around for it. A stove scraper? Huh. It's like a shovel. I know what it is. Have you seen it? Uh... You have, uh, mm. haven't you? What do you boys uh, do with it? Ask your brother, not me. Carl! He made me promise. Carl? Marie! Marie! Uh, your mother's calling you. I'll talk to you soon. I gotta go. Carl, wait! Marie! Yes, Mother? It's starting to get dark. Come inside. I'm helping Mona look for her stove scraper. A stove scraper? In the yard? Of all the silly ideas. Come inside right this instant. But, Mother! This instant. Bark. Bark. Hello, Ami. Bark. I know those boys did something with it. You would tell me, wouldn't you? Marie! Coming! I gotta go. 
Good night, Ami. Bark. Mr. Dog, what was she doing to you? She was petting me. Why? I don't know. It's something humans like to do. It feels good. I don't ask questions. Oh. Oh, it's freezing. I hadn't noticed. I wish I were living with the housekeeper again. Did she take good care of you? Of course. I had my very own cushion and there was a stove where I would... A, a stove? Whole... It's hard to keep track of all these things you're talking about. What's a stove? The stove is the finest thing in the world at this time of year. When I was inside, I used to lie beside it or or beneath it. I still dream of that stove. Uh, The finest thing in the world? At this time of year. Is it beautiful? I guess. Is it anything like snow? (laughs) The stove is completely the opposite of snow. A stove is as black as a crow. It has a long neck and brass knobs. It eats firewood and flames spurt out of its mouth. And it's hot. Hot like the sun. Oh. If you look through that window, you can see it. Oh. Oh, wait. I see the stove. You're right. She is beautiful. She? Just like you said. I can see her bright, polished surface. I see her brazen knobs. Hey, watch your mouth. There are puppies in the next yard. And I see a glow of fire gleaming from her lower parts. All right, all right. Stop it. It's a stove. Just a stove. Why do you call it a her? Can't you tell? No. She looks so beautiful. Why did you leave her? Oh, brother. How could you give up such a comfortable place? I had no choice. They forced you away from her? Cut it out with the stove thing. Jeez. I, um, I had to leave because I bit one of the kids. What? Remember when I told you about the children? You mean the poking and the prodding. Exactly. Some humans look after their pups better than others, and the ones in this house never controlled their kids around me. Oh, dear. One day after dinner, the family invited me up in the main part of the house. That was nice. After dinner, the youngest boy was getting on my nerves. He'd been pulling my tail and trying to get on my back all day long, so I had no patience with him. Oh, dear. After the meal was over, his mother knelt down and gave me a bone, and not five seconds later, this knee-high little crumb crutcher comes running up to me and kicks the bone out of my mouth. No warning. No hey on me, watch out, here I come. No ear-piercing scream, no nothing. He just right out of my mouth. Dear. I couldn't help myself. It all happened so quickly. I had no time to think, and I bit him on the leg. Chomp! At that instant, all I could think of was bone for bone. Did the kid cry out? I guess so, but I didn't hear him. Of course, when I realized what happened, I let go. Mind you, I I hardly broke the skin, but they were so angry with me. Uh Uh-huh. And that time since I've been forced to live out here in that little kennel. That's sad. Ah! I can't talk anymore. I'm tired. I'm cold. Anyhow, that's why I'm out here and not in there. Next to that stove. Uh, yeah. 
Oh, I can barely see her curvy iron legs. What a strange crackling I feel within me. Oh, for Pete's sake, you're pathetic. I wish... I wish... I wish I could be in there. You've got about the same chance as I do. Oh, but it's an innocent wish. And innocent wishes are sure to be fulfilled. I must go in there and lean against her. Even if I have to break the window. Pull yourself together, man. Chill. Cool it. Listen to me. You can never, never, ever, ever, never go in there. Never? Never. If you get so much as five feet from her... You melt. I'm sure I would. And I might as well. Suit yourself. Suit yourself. <sighs> oh, it's dark out. What happened to dinner time? Hey, snowman, are the humans home? Oh, yes, and so is the stove. Since the sun went down, I can see her more clearly. You can, huh? See? See the soft, gentle glow? An angelic halo. It's perfect. Nothing like the sun or the moon. Nothing like that. I can tell she's been well fed with firewood. Mona opened her up recently and flames darted out of her mouth. For a single moment, I was delicately bathed in her light. Bathed in her light? Huh? Seeing her is such torture. Look how beautiful she is when she stretches out her tongue. It's hopeless. You're hopeless. Absolutely hopeless. Now shut up so I can get some sleep. Do us both a favor and stop thinking about trying to go in there. And I'll try to go to sleep on an empty stomach. How you doing, Romeo? Well, as morning approached, the housekeeper started to make hot water and cook breakfast. Mmm, breakfast. Then all the steam collected on the windows and clouded them up. Oh, yeah. Well, you look at that. Almost like little crystal patterns. They're so, um, pretty, huh? No, they're so awful. Awful? Can't you tell? Hmm. It completely covers the window. I can't see... Quit pining for that stove and live a little! I can't. I, I can't. Oh, I can't. I know your trouble. You're stove sick. Stove what? You heard me. You are stove sick. And I can't think of a worse disease for a snowman. Stove sick? Sure. I've suffered from it myself. But you know what? I got over it. That's easy for you to say. The weather is going to change. That is a fact. And if you don't make the most of what time you have, you'll be sorry.
Bark. Here's my good boy. Here's your bowl. Bark. Bark. My, you're hungry. What a hard winter it's been for you. I'm so glad to see that the weather's getting warmer. No matter how cold it got, no matter what I said, no matter what I promised, she wouldn't let you in the house. Hi, Mona. Marie, have you been out with Carl? Carl is an idiot. All right, then. I think he knows something about your stove scraper. I asked him, and he wouldn't tell me. Oh, don't be so hard on him. It'll turn up sooner or later. If I don't find it by springtime, I'll just ask your father to buy me a new one. It'll have to go through my mother first. Oh, never mind, then. I'm sure I'll get a slightly used one from my sister. <laughs> How's on me? See for yourself. Bark, bark. He looks happy. I think he knows the weather's getting warmer. Animals can sense things, you know. And I'll bet he knows where your stove scraper is. Sure, but he'll never tell me. Of course not. Dogs can't talk. But I'll bet he wouldn't, even if he could. You see, he's the mischievous type. Mischievous? Sure, just playing around. And that's how I know he cares. That's a funny way to act. Not really. Would you keep a dog if he were serious all the time? No. See? Play is meant to be fun, and when someone plays with you... Like on me? Sure. You don't get mad at them. You play right back. I guess so. So I'll let Ami keep his secrets, and I'll keep mine. Like this ball I have in my pocket until the right moment comes. Bark! See? Bark! Aha! Bark! You want this ball of me? Bark! Bark! There you go. <laughs> Are you ready to go inside? Not yet. I'm going to visit someone first. All right. Have fun. Bark! It doesn't look like a me wants you to go, huh? No, he wants to play. <laughs> you want me to throw the ball? Bark! All right. Oops, I almost hit that snowman. What's left of him, huh? He sure doesn't seem happy about warm weather. No, but isn't it amazing how he's still standing up while all the snow around him is nearly melted away? My brother and Carl said they made him really good this year. They weren't kidding. Such a sad, sad snowman. Yes. Now that you mention it... I don't think I've ever seen a snowman who looks so sad. Oh, I've got to run. Bye, Mona. Bye-bye, sweetie. And I'll see you soon enough of me, probably right after I clean up dinner. And maybe I'll let you in for a bit. You'll like that, won't you? Bark! Bark! Remember, that was the housekeeper and Marie. I couldn't tell. I'll bet that's because your eyes fell out. Hold on, here's one. There. That's much better, thank you. Yeah, Bark. The sun seems a little warmer today. I know, I'm... I'm shrinking. It's time. I'm sorry to say, you are melting. You're finally running away. Oh, thank you, Mr. Dog. Thank you, Ami. For what? Bark. For keeping me company. For talking to me. For telling me about the stove. Please don't thank me for that. And when I was blind, you gave me one more chance to see her. Before. Before. Oh, I feel so flushed. Easy now, big fella. Hold on. Maybe I can kick some snow at you. Here. Ugh. Ugh. That's mud. Mud? Who 
collapse. Now one side of you is a droopy snowman, the other side of you is a, a mud man or something. Mud oh. doesn't melt, though. Maybe you're saved. I don't think so. Oh, don't worry. It's all right. Are you sure? Yes. Oh, here it comes. I think I'm going to faint. Oh. Well, goodbye, Mr. Snowman. Most of you fell over, but wait. There's still something standing up. It looks like a big wooden stick or something. Oh. Oh, now I, I know what happened. Hey, bark, bark. I found the snow scraper. Bark, bark, look. Bark, bark. That poor wretched snowman had the stove scraper in his body the whole time. Bark. No wonder he longed for the stove. What torture. But that's what love is all about. Bark, bark. Emmy, what are you barking at? I guess there's nothing left for me to do. Emmy, I... what happened to the snowman? This thing is mine. My stove scraper. Emmy, get away from it. Stop it right now. What? Stove scraper? I was just glad to have something new to mark. Oh, my. Phew. It needs a good cleaning. Hey, come back here with that. That's mine now. Can't you smell? Bark. Bark. And so, Dang. the stove scraper was cleaned. Several times. Phew! And it Woof. was brought back inside. Where it and the stove were finally reunited after a long, cold winter. And the two of them lived happily ever after. You've been listening to Hans Christian Andersen's The Snowman. It was adapted and directed by Richard Froelich and was produced for this broadcast by the Texas Radio Theater Company in cooperation with the Arlington Museum of Art. Featured in the cast were Rich Baker, Adam Dietrich, Dale Lena Evans, Cheryl Livesay, Cara Metzger, and Caitlin Miller. Sound effects were created by Ken Rainey and Angie Payne. The Texas Radio Theater Company performs new plays regularly at and in cooperation with the Arlington Museum of Art. Be sure to check our website at www.texasradiotheater.com for more information. I hope you enjoyed our show this week. I'm Rich Froelich, and on behalf of our cast and crew, thanks for tuning in. <laughs>